These 10 books are must-reads if you want to be a successful entrepreneur. Hey, my name is Shaleen Johnson. Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Today, I'm going to share with you 10 books in a specific order that I think are going to make a huge difference for you if you want to kill it in business. And maybe you are already killing it in business. These are books, many of which I revisit, all of which I highly recommend to anyone who wants to grow their business. And I'd like to start with the first one. Let's get right to it. The Magic of Thinking Big. This is a book that you can read even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur. It really does just encourage the reader and how specifically to grow your confidence, how to build self-belief, what it means to continually improve yourself. And that's one of the ways that you are able to grow in terms of your confidence. It talks about the importance of taking initiative and having the confidence to take calculated risks. I mean, let's face it, if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with learning things, which means you probably, some people call it failing, but they're experiments, they are lessons to be learned, and the only way you're going to get better, the only way you're going to be more successful is if you have the courage to know like, yeah, this might not work out, but I, I need to figure it out. And the only way I'm going to figure it out is by taking that risk. That's why I think this is the first book you need to start with because that's a mindset you have to own if you're going to be successful in business. The second book I like to suggest that you read is called Ready, Fire, Aim. And I think the title probably gives away the premise of the book, which is that you've got to stop focusing on preparation. And I literally want every one of my students, and you know, we've got students in the Marketing Impact Academy specifically who I'm speaking to, they're the ones who they just keep learning and taking more of the mini courses and preparing and prepping and asking questions, but they just never fire. Like they're spending so much time making sure that they've got the right shot that they're never taking the shot. This book really will help break that way of thinking for you, helps you to understand how important it is to like, you've got to take action. It also goes beyond that and talks about like sales and marketing and how businesses are often in different stages and the three stages of a business that he talks about and this is very interesting so if you are already an entrepreneur i want you to identify what stage you believe you're in right now so the first stage he talks about is infancy and in the infancy stage that's when you're you know you've already figured out what it is you're selling but you're figuring out specifically what do the sales and marketing need to look like the second stage of any business he calls the adolescent stage and this is where you're you figured out the sales and marketing, you know what you're selling, and now you're setting up systems. You're setting up the people. You're learning how to delegate, all of those things. The growing up stage is when you're learning how to scale. And then the final stage is the maturity stage, which is where he says you're basically maintaining your business and you're innovating. I would say that for quite a few of our businesses, I would say that we're kind of in the adolescent stage where we're learning how to scale it. And learning how to scale it has everything to do with people. And lastly, the overall premise of this book is like, stop overthinking this. Yes, you need a strategic plan. Yes, you need to do some thinking about these things. Yes, you need to take calculated risks, but more than anything, you, you just, you need to take action. Next, I would recommend The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. This book was so far ahead of its time, it's not even funny. And I do recall picking up that book when everybody was talking about it. And I, I do this often when I hear it, like everybody talking about a book, I become, do you do this? I become like almost skeptical, like, oh, it's going to be so dumb. And I remember thinking that the title was total like clickbait and wanting to read the book and pick it apart. But when I read the book, I was like mind blown. It really did shift the way that I 
had been thinking prior, which was kind of like an old school entrepreneurship, which maybe you have, where you believe, well, I'm not making any money right now. So the way that I can be profitable, the way that I can make money is by learning how to do these things myself. And then I don't have to hire someone to teach me how to do it. I don't have to hire someone to do this thing if I can learn how to do it myself. And that makes me resourceful and that makes me frugal. And that means my business will be profitable. This book changed the way I think about that forever. And it was so far ahead of its time. I don't even know what year it was written. I'll figure that out for you. But it really forecasted what we now all experience today, which is a virtual team. I mean, Tim talks about this idea of like, you want to create a vision for yourself of like what your rich life would look like, which is a concept that a lot of other authors have since, you know, picked up on. And he talks about how like, you know, in the future, like no one's going to retire. You're going to live a life that feels like you're in retirement. But if you love what you're doing, you're going to still want to do it and still be creating and be successful. But like, you're going to live your life and travel and have these incredible experiences. He talks about how specifically you need to delegate. Like he literally goes to the math so that you understand like I'm being an idiot, not delegating these things. I can't afford not to do these things. He talks about how important it is to kind of like free yourself from a physical office space. And I just think about like today in 2023, how ahead of its time that book was. Like our entire team now, we don't have a headquarters anymore. You know, just even a couple of years ago, we did. And now we've just been liberated and we've liberated our team too so that they can work from anywhere. They can travel and continue to have these wildly fun, incredible experiences while also being a part of our virtual team. The fact that we have people in so many different countries and so many different time zones and the team is so cohesive and supportive of each other and so much of this was outlined in the four-hour work week. I want to recommend absolutely every single book ever written by John Maxwell. In my opinion, I just think he's like an unbelievable leader. But one of the best books I can recommend to you from him, I mean, there's so many, but I want to recommend today, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. And the reason why I recommend this book is because he specifically talks about how communication is everything when you're a leader. And I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, like we've got brilliant ideas or we've come up with something really creative or we're great at social media and we're great at being solopreneurs, but you're not going to have the type of success, the type of freedom that you want without a team. And you're not going to be successful with a team unless you really learn how to improve your communication skills. And so John really lays out specifically what that looks like and how leaders have to become much more open-minded. I think a lot of us believe like as leaders, we need to be firm. We need to be fair, of course, but like we need to be a little bit tougher. We need to be okay with confrontation. We need to be okay with managing people. And these things are all true, but he talks about how the key to strong leadership and a strong team is building rapport. And you can't have rapport without information. So he talks about the specific skills that leaders need to have to build curiosity and how to ask the right kinds of questions, how to get the right kind of information before making a decision, how to make decisions based on that information, and how you can improve your decision-making abilities by learning how to ask great questions. Hey, I'm going to interrupt this episode quickly just for a moment to tell you, you probably know this. I have another podcast. It's called The Shaleen Show. And The Shaleen Show is, it's about life, it's about health, it's about fitness, weight loss, hormones, relationships, all the things. And a topic that's been coming up a lot lately is optimal health. Like, 
weight loss, how to do that naturally, how to live longer, how to have vitality, how to have a better mood, all of those things. And what kind of natural supplements do most of us need because our diets are deficient in them? Some recent research came out that I'm like, okay, entrepreneurs need to hear this too. It's about magnesium. But because of that discussion, I've been getting tons of people asking, well, how do I know what a I need in terms of magnesium. There's so many different types. Here's the answer. You want to take a magnesium supplement that has all seven types. They're not easy to find. And you've got to be careful when you're buying supplements because that industry is not regulated. So look for a supplement that is GNP certified. Also, do not buy supplements on Amazon. There are nightmare stories. Even if you think you're buying directly from the company, don't do it. I've heard so many and I've had these experiences myself. It's just never a good idea. Go directly to the company. Now, the one that I use is manufactured by a company called Bioptimizer. I specifically take one called Magnesium Breakthrough and I take it because again, it has all seven different forms of magnesium. It's super high quality. 75% of the population is deficient in magnesium. It's going to improve your sleep. It's going to improve your bone density. It's going to help you feel more relaxed. It supports muscle recovery. It just supports a healthy immune system in general. So if you're going to take one, make sure you're getting all seven forms of magnesium. And for listeners of Build Your Tribe, you're now going to get 10% off you can get yours by using our link. It's at mag, M-A-G, breakthrough.com forward slash B-Y-T. B-Y-T as in build your tribe. And then when you check out, you want to use that code. You'll see the discount. You'll get another 10% discount when you use the code B-Y-T. So again, it's magbreakthrough.com forward slash B-Y-T. Let me know what you think. So he talks about the specific skills that leaders need to have to build curiosity and how to ask the right kinds of questions, how to get the right kind of information before making a decision, how to make decisions based on that information and how you can improve your decision-making abilities by learning how to ask great questions. Once you've got a team and you're working on your leadership, that's why I'm going to recommend this next level of book. And especially if you do already have a team, read this book before you have the dysfunctions. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of Teams by Patrick Licioni. Gosh, I hope I said his name correctly. He's got a great podcast too. I think it's called Something Table. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Anyways, in this book, he really talks about how to handle it when there's a problem on your team. And I think this is, again, a book to read proactively so that you don't experience these problems. He talks about why most teams struggle is because there's this absence of trust, because they fear conflict, right? Like no one wants to step on anyone else's toes. And if you're worried about stepping on someone's toes, it's because you don't trust that person. Like with your own family, you don't worry about stepping on anyone's toes because there's a level of trust there. There's a level of knowing each other. And this book was really so helpful for us when we went through a period of about a two-year process where we just had so many problems within our team. We had so many of the wrong people on our team. And this book really helped me to identify a lot of those problems and to fix them. And once I learned how to identify these dysfunctions, it's also helped me to make much better hires and to pivot and adjust once we do bring someone on the team and maybe things aren't going the right direction. In this book, he talks about the importance of everyone having commitment to the decisions, like in that the decisions need to be made collectively as a team, like bringing everybody into the process, how to create accountability so that people are 
not just holding themselves accountable, but they're holding their teammates accountable as well. And how you need to pay attention to the results of the team, not just like, okay, how did I do? Am, Am I doing my job? That's all I need to care about. Like, no, everyone needs to care about how everyone else is performing because you're like a family. And so anyways, I think that's a great book. He's written a few others I think are exceptional. The next book I want to talk to you about because we're talking about teams, right? And we're talking about people. And once we start talking about people, we have to talk about profits because for most of us, our greatest expenditure is going to be that which we are paying our quality team members. So when you're looking at profitability, you have to also look at your people. This book is called The No BS Ruthless Management of People and Profits, and it is by Dan Kennedy. He's also written a bunch of great books. I love his no BS style. Like I I prefer that. Get to the point. And he does. He really tackles the common challenges that leaders have when it comes to managing our people, whether you have a team of three or a team of 30 or 300. He talks about how you can improve profitability by being a better people manager, by finding people who are really motivated, by understanding how you need to be the person who helps resolve conflict, how to do decision-making, how to be better about your time management and your team's time management. Because if you're not able to manage your team's time management, then you lose profitability. It is, this book is one of the reasons why we at least, at least once a quarter, we go through and we do a time management assessment of everyone who's on our team. You know, if we've got somebody who's working supposedly full-time hours and we're seeing the work come in late, we're seeing that there's just a decrease in the productivity, we're constantly assessing like, okay, you know, things have changed. Maybe there's new tools that they're using. Maybe this person has more time available now. How can we better make use of their time? And if this person is a team player, if they're, you know, really valuable to us, then they're going to adapt accordingly and they're going to be able to produce more in a shorter period of time. Or maybe we find out in some instances that we've got someone on our team who's like doing too much and they need to be, their pay needs to be increased or we need to bring on someone to support them. And the only way we know that is by regularly doing an audit. I have to know like once a quarter because technology changes that fast. Where are you spending your time? How much time are you devoting to us on a daily basis? How can we better help you manage your time and therefore your productivity? Because that person's productivity affects our bottom line, which affects everybody's bottom line. Next up is a classic. It is the 22 immutable laws of marketing. And it's crazy how much marketing has changed in the last couple of decades, but this book is still tried and true. This book talks about the importance of positioning. And there's been tons of other marketing books that talk about positioning. Is it called Blue Ocean? I mean, there's there's just so many. But I think this is the classic, in my opinion. And he really hammers home the idea that you just make life so much easier for you. It is so much easier to market when you are the first, as opposed to competing with everybody else who's doing something. The book gives specific insights so you understand positioning, you understand what it means to differentiate, and how to stand out in a really crowded or very competitive industry. And because so many people today as entrepreneurs are marketing their own skills, like you're marketing that thing that you do better than anybody else, I think it just goes without saying that you've got to read Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Now, I have to say that there are people who are like devout fans, like not not just fans, like 
devotees of this man. And it's pretty brilliant. The, the way this book is written is interesting. And some people might even criticize it because it does border, I think, on creating this, he calls it a culture, but it creates this, I don't want to say cult-like, but you know, he talks about how like you really get this community so believing in the mission that they would like basically fall on a sword for you. Specifically though, he talks about how to identify and clarify your unique message, how to grow a loyal following, and I think it's brilliant when it comes to the sales funnel. Russell explains something that we talk about in the Marketing Impact Academy as we call it the customer journey. And he calls it the value ladder. The basic concept is that once you have, or once a potential customer has identified you as the expert who can help them solve their problem, that you make life so much easier and so much more profitable as a business if you give them a journey, as opposed to like saying like, here's this one product that solves all your problems. You create a ladder where it's almost like they're stepping into the next level and the next level and the next level so that you're kind of growing with them. You're meeting them where they are, where they're just about to get on the on-ramp, right? Like they're in first gear and you're meeting them as a beginner with a lower level offer. And then as they progress and now they're in the slow lane, now you're giving them a little bit more advanced offer with a more advanced price. And as they continue to develop as a customer, as they continue to develop their own expertise, you're giving them something that's more advanced. It doesn't mean it has to be bigger. It doesn't mean that it has to be more complex, but it means they're now ready for it. And then this customer is willing to pay top dollar for that. And it builds a very loyal customer for life. Another author who I love everything I read by him is Donald Miller. And the most recent book that I've enjoyed is called Marketing Made Simple. And the reason why I'm going to recommend this book from Donald Miller is because it does give you a brief summary of some of his other incredible books. He emphasizes the importance of messaging, which is kind of what Donald Miller is known for. And he talks about his story brand framework, which is another great book. But like, I really think with this book, especially if you get the Audible, the Audible version, if I recall, I have both the physical and the audible version, but if I recall, the audible version has a lot of extras in it. And I've had many of my team members, those who focus on marketing, read this book or listen to this book. I love a good audible. He focuses on how you identify your customer's problem, and then you have to offer them a really simple solution. He talks about the role of the website, how that needs to be super clear. Like it's very, very specific with regard to the sales funnels emails, and some very practical tips for your marketing campaigns. I highly recommend the book. And the last book I wanna to recommend to you is a relatively new one. It blows my mind. It's the $100 million leads book by Alex Hermosi. First of all, the way this dude launched this book was poetic. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. I like this book because I feel like it's a summary of all the books I've just mentioned and then some. Like he's the first person I've heard give specific, like again, a lot of the concepts you're gonna be like, yes, I've heard this before, but I need to hear it this way. He's young, right? Like, so he, he's probably read all the books I've just mentioned, but he also goes beyond that. And he talks about some things that I'm like, I've never heard anyone talk about this. And this is what, this is who I need to hear from. Like specifically how to deal with agencies, the difference between a cold market, a warm market, reaching people that you know, running paid ads, how to specifically identify your top lead referrals. Like how are you getting leads? And then he goes through all the different ways that you can get leads. 
and kind of breaks it down like what's involved in each one so that you as the entrepreneur can decide like, am, am I ready to do this? Am I willing to do this? And what is involved in doing it? What's super cool about this book and I will link to it, all of the books below in my description, but this book in particular, if I'm not mistaken, you can listen to the whole thing on his podcast. So I'll find that link and put it below because I bought the book, I bought the physical book, I was part of the whole launch process, I got all the bonuses that went with it, I got to watch the whole thing live because I even that was very fascinating, never seen anyone do anything like that. And he also includes a one-page advertising plan that's pretty brilliant. In general, the whole thing like was fascinating. Let me know if you would be interested in me breaking down exactly the exact formula that Alex Hermosi used to launch this book. It's remarkable. Yeah, so let me know your thoughts. And if that's something you'd like, let us know. Thank you for being here. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. And we're done. <laughs>